This is the Blunt Doctor Show. On a very late Monday, bleeding into Tuesday, when I've been gone for a little while. With a lot of things going on in my personal life, just felt like it was right to tackle the things going on with me. And I want to talk about that for a minute. I want to talk about what it means to be a person in this world. Because so often, anyone who goes through a situation that makes it difficult for them to do what they would normally do, or who can't quite contribute in a way that they normally contribute, you might be made to feel bad for that, or you might be made to feel less than for those moments where, you know, you can't give what you always get, or what you want to always get. And me personally, I feel that a lot. I have been doing this show now for, you know, coming up on 10 months essentially, since last December, this version of this show in this studio in this garage, and there have been a few situations where I just like faded out, and I wasn't able to continue, and I had depressive moments, and going back further than that, there were a lot of different versions of this show that I was completely incapable of launching. Because, you know, I did a few episodes and felt like quitting, or I didn't feel like it was good enough, or, you know, whatever the reason was. And we all go through that. And the reason I highlight this stuff, the reason I talk about it, is because, you know, however many people listen to this, sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's, you know, 100, whatever, it's... It's 100 a lot less than it's 10. (laughs) But the point is, however many people listen to these episodes, there is always someone who's in a moment where, you know, things are not going their way. And the reason that I know that is because I've been that person so many times since I've started this fucking show. It is depressing to be an adult human in the United States. It is difficult work. And sometimes it's hard for all of us and you think you have a solution and you don't and that makes you feel like less than and I'm going through this every single day of my life right now we all go through it and again the reason I take time to say all of this is I'm literally willing to sit here and tell you as a person listening to my podcast that I view myself as a failure often as Someone who is depressed and didn't do right. Someone who couldn't handle the situation and handled it in the wrong way, and it sucks. But I just hope that if I can fucking sit here and acknowledge that to people, someone else will realize that it doesn't always have to be that way. You can tackle the things that confront you. We sit here and we're afraid that we can't do things. I was afraid that the minute I came back to do this podcast, I wouldn't be able to do it anymore. And I wouldn't have any of my abilities. It wouldn't be funny. I couldn't come up with a commentary. I couldn't think of anything. Like, I was afraid of all of that. And I conquered it. And it makes me feel good to conquer it. And I want to say that to people who go through depression, conquering small things in their lives. Because, God damn it, it's so difficult for me to do this basic thing in my garage. And I know that there are just so many other people going through that. And if I can ever convince one person 
to do the thing that you want to do that you're being held back from that that shit matters it matters to me this version of the blunt doctor show is a particularly special one for me if only because i've been out of it for a while i've been up and down since the sun's finals but returning to join me in my mm, podcastiness or whatever term you want to use is my man brandon b from b and t coming in and he's gonna give me the heat and i'm gonna deal with it and we're gonna handle it (laughs) don't forget to like don't forget to subscribe let's just go ahead and dive right in let's see what kind of slander this motherfucker has for me my favorite goddamn motherfucker to come on the show let's go I mean, I wouldn't say that I've been avoiding this for months, but before pressing the record button, I just said I've been avoiding this for months. So, <laughs> uh, finally, uh, hey, can I do my intro? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got, I got my mic. I got my mic here. All right, I gotta do this the rock style. Finally, the bee has come back to the Blood Doctor show. <laughs> <laughs> it's this this has been this important to you you've been yes. waiting this long yes you've been waiting yes this long to do this yes yes why tell me why this is this important because because peter uh oh uh, you know you know we go back all the way as far as probably like May, was it May, April, when you bullied me. You bullied I, me. Hold into- on. Hold on. <laughs> shenanigans. I call shenanigans. I did not bully you at all. You, you cyber bullied me into picking your Phoenix Suns. And what did they do? What did they do? Did you just say I cyber bullied you? <laughs> you cyber bullied me. <laughs> No offense to all those who have suffered from cyberbullying, but this guy right here, he, he's, I wouldn't say cyber, he strong armed me. You know what it was? He said, oh, you, you came out to my podcast. How could you, how could you not vote for my Phoenix Suns? And I, I took the bait. I took the bait. I took the bait. And what happened? A Let me ask you happened. a question. I, ask you a question. Let's hear this question. Who came to me? <laughs> when the Phoenix Suns were down 2-1 against the Lakers and said it's over and you were foolish and you didn't know anything. So, so I acknowledge I acknowledge my finals loss, but let's not erase history in which okay. someone amongst the two of us explained that the Lakers had already beaten the Suns. So and 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 let me furthermore, for you to sit here and now take Giannis's side when I have been the one on Giannis's side for years, when you've been like Giannis a kung po, he's garbage, he doesn't know shit, and now you're trying to come on my show and you're trying to stand on Giannis's side. It fits my narrative. It fits my narrative right now, so I'm gonna <laughs> use it. A compo happened. By the way, that was quite unfortunate. I, I did a part of me did feel bad for you guys. That was that was a cataclysmic you know blow. No, but you know what? And and here's the thing. 
and I hated to acknowledge this. It felt like, as a Suns fan, it felt like Suns team of destiny sort of year, right? Yes. And until you go look at it from the Bucks perspective, with the 2-0 blow up to the Raptors, who then went on yeah. to win the title and the blow up against Miami. Yeah. The Bucks team of destiny thing really sort of holds. And weirdly enough, that makes me feel better. That's fucking stupid, but it makes me feel better. Like It makes you feel better. Well, I, you know, because it makes me feel like if we weren't the team of destiny, then we will get our team of destiny year. I'm clinging to anything, uh, man. Just let me go. Uh, You're a LeBron fan, okay? You've got to hold on to <laughs> I'm trying to cling. Listen, all of my football success, all of my Tom Brady love, does not translate to basketball. I am a fan of a did. team. No, yeah, I'm a fan of a team that has been nothing for a decade, even longer. Just let me hey, clean. Man. Hey, man, I'm still a Cavaliers fan, and our only success is tied to one guy. <laughs> so I'm just as down bad as you are. So wait, hold on. Are you like enraged about the whole KPJ thing now that he's like showing out in Houston or do you not even? From the moment we traded him, I was not happy with that trade from the moment we traded him. And if you look at how inefficient our offense was, that's all I got to say. No, I know. Uh, Yeah. Anyone, that was the thing is when he came into the league, everyone was like, this dude is something. And he wasn't doing anything in Cleveland. And then there's all these reports and it's like, dude, does this franchise know what they're doing? Of course. They, no, they, they the moved his locker when they didn't even ask him. How do you know he doesn't have stuff in there? Like, how you go move this man's locker? That's, that's foul. This is the most basic of human shit. And they can't even. But you know what? Hold on. We're so far off. Just, okay. Just, I'm okay. Just give it to me. I'm not going to say anything. Just give me all of the heat now because we, we just have to do this at some point. And I've been ignoring it and trying to do it, but we just have to do it at some point. So just bring it. Just give it to me. Just, just bring you. me the slander. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. Ah, oh, my Phoenix Suns, they're so amazing. Ah, oh, Devin Booker, he's the guy. Ah, oh, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. You were wrong. Ayton still needs to grow. Devin Booker. I guess he needs to start seeing some more double teams in open gym. <laughs> oh, you are trying to. Oh. Why hey. do I let you push my buttons like this? Hey, man. Hey, man. That window may either be still wide open or that window is closing very quickly. No, because, no, uh, no. Get the fuck out of here. That window is closing. Get the fuck out of here. Give me a break. Uh, you think you guys have a chance this year? Of course. Mm. What are you, drunk? I know I'm drunk. Are you drunk too? Are you twice <laughs> as drunk as me? Are you kidding me? Hey, man. Hold hey, on. Man. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hey, hold man. on. Hold on. Hold on. Denver's you getting better. Tell- <laughs> uh, Denver's getting hold better. On. Hold on. So, hold on. So, I just want to be clear. You're telling me the team that just committed $300 million to Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. is... Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you disrespect my guy. You... You were there when I made that tweet. Almost, it was almost a year now. Who is your guy? 
Let's Michael Porter Jr. Oh my God. You All were right. there when I made that tweet almost a year ago. I said that Michael Porter Jr. by this time is going to be either the second best or the most important player on that Denver Nuggets team. And he's and not. He will be. He will be. I promise you he will be. I promise you. Jamal Murray's hurt. So so he's taking advantage of the opportunities. That's what you want from yeah, those type of players. He's taking advantage no? of that to get two hundred million dollars he didn't earn. He, he is got gonna roast it. He is gonna prove it. He is gonna prove it this year, and you are gonna see it. And I'm gonna come back here in about a let's see five months or so, and I'm gonna be like, aha! I told you. Okay, I told on. you. What is he gonna prove? What is he going to prove? He's going to prove that he is on the fringe of being that guy. So what is the fringe? So tell me. I think he's going to okay, average. So let's define it. So you, so I, I guaranteed the Suns would win the finals. I was wrong. I got roasted. It's taken me months to, to recover. Factual. I have to acknowledge it. I guaranteed it. I was wrong. Hang me. Cuff me in the stocks. It is what it is. I'm wrong. So. You got to come here and tell me right now, then what, what is my what is prediction is? Yes. Yes. My tell prediction. Me, tell me what I am Porter telling you. Michael Porter Jr. is averaging 25 points and eight to 10 rebounds by the end of this season. Oh, my Book God. it. Mark it. Count it. On, on a team with Jokic. Yes. He's averaging 25. And yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> you're gonna see man you go see you go see man on a, hey. on a team with michael malone as the coach yes. and nikola Jokic, he's yes. averaging 20 okay hold on yes i want to get the 25 and 8 you said 25 eight to points 8 to 10 rebounds he's getting so 25 and 8 for sure yes Yes, that's what I'm going with. That's oh, what I'm going with. No, that's what I'm no, going with. No, you make me look sober. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you are, this is, no, no. What? Because, what? because he fades out. How, okay, how many games? Because how many games does he you, play? Because if but if he averages how 25 many? and 8 over 10 games, that means nothing. Oh, my well, with his, no. For the season. For the season. No, 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 no. But how many games is he going to play? He. We know. I think he, he plays at least sixty games. Okay, so so you're telling me he'll average twenty five and eight, and he'll yes. play at least forty five games or fifty games. Sixty. He'll play at least sixty. Yes. Twenty five and eight over sixty games. Yes. Yes. How do you come on this show and make <laughs> me look like the reasonable one? Literally, people come and comment. I am a believer in Michael Porter. No. Book it. No. No, yes. yeah, I'll, I'll book yes. it. I'll book that completely. <laughs> I'm glad to take that bet. I'm so glad. You know what? We okay. When COVID ends, we're 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 steak betting all of these. I owe you a steak dinner. Yes, sir. Because of the Suns. Yes, I, sir. I acknowledge that. Yes, You're sir. gonna owe me a steak dinner because of. The I Michael won't be Porter owing nonsense. you diddly. You just gonna have to get me two steaks. <laughs> you have to get me two steaks. Hey, no ketchup, no. You don't, I don't even want, want no two ketchup dinners. with that. You don't I don't want no ketchup. You want two dinners, you just want two steaks and one dinner. <laughs> yes. Yes, I don't want no ketchup, no. Maybe a side of barbecue sauce, but I'll, I'll leave that to my homes. <laughs> okay. Yo, I, if, 
if you, uh, I almost want to lose because I want to watch your skinny ass eat two steaks. Like, I <laughs> hey, you. I know hey. I can eat two steaks. I don't think you. Can is there a time limit? Steak. Is there a time limit? That's the real question. <laughs> There's a. Is there a time limit? That's the real question. It's an NBA game time limit, so you get no overtime. Though you gotta. <laughs> I get no overtime. So like, not even if I, I have like the last little bit on my fork. No, nope. yeah. oh I'm giving God. you, I'm giving you 90 minutes even. And 90 no, minutes. Well, I'm oh. giving you commercials. Come on. <laughs> I've given, uh, uh, I've given uh, you standard Saturday NBA TV style back when David Aldridge was the announcer. And we were looking at an early thing before the afternoon Bulls Knicks game, which took three hours because they called 40 timeouts. So that's what I'm going to give you right now. I'm giving you 90 minutes. You can eat those two steaks. So fair enough, fair <laughs> enough, fair so, enough. So, okay. Any other, before we move on to everything else, any other hot takes do you, you joke for real. I'll ask you this question for real. How do you feel about the Suns this cup? Do you trolling me or not? Do you honestly think like, I still think the Suns think, are a contender. I still I think, think the Suns are a contender. I That's think they'll about. still be in the picture, but I think they, are more likely than not a four to five seed. So, well, how do you feel about the late? I, I think I... I I'm think they gonna... are a top three team. Really? Yeah. I do. What, uh, what is... You know my guy. You know my guy. No, but... but, but <laughs> Westbrook short circuits everything that LeBron wants to do, man. This and this is the thing that okay, and this is here's the thing. I don't okay. The funny thing about like LeBron is that he has short-circuited himself by in certain cases demanding trades that he should not have demanded. Mm. Whereas Tom Brady forever allowed Bill Belichick to make those decisions. And then the minute that Tom Brady tried to, well, well, but the minute that Tom Brady, we're going to get started on that team. We're not there yet, but we will get there. But the minute that Tom Brady demanded some control, the Patriots booted him and, you know, lo and behold, things went well. It's the interesting, like, I'm willing to acknowledge the whole LeBron and Tom Brady are the GOAT thing. But the, the interesting thing about the two of them is that like when LeBron makes his own decisions, it doesn't go well. When Tom mm. Brady makes his own decisions, it tends to go well. They're different sports. Those things mm-hmm. are interesting. But I just, I, I find those things compared a lot. And it's interesting to me that LeBron, for all of his, he's probably the smartest basketball player ever because Michael Jordan never had his ability to read the floor and see everything. Yeah. Like, like LeBron's, the smartest guy ever in the game of basketball and he still chooses horrible teammates i don't get it i don't get it how is he, russell westbrook he thinks he teammate? can make it work he thinks he can make it work i guess we'll see i guess we'll see he thinks he can make it work i think he's at the point in his career where if he thinks he can make it work they're like i right, go do your thing, lebron so that's that's what it is right is he's the smartest player ever. So if I'm just saying, if he makes it work, if he makes it work, can you deny him at that point? If he can win with Westbrook? No, I'm not even trying to deny LeBron is the best player ever. I'm just saying to me, what LeBron is, 
what I feel like LeBron is doing at this point is that he's yeah. like, I want to make this more difficult. I want to play on Hall Stacking of Fame. Stacking the level. deck against him. Yeah. I want to play on <laughs> Hall of Fame level 2K. Make it harder. Like, he's just, like no one, nobody, nobody in the history of basketball can recall every single play like LeBron can. LeBron can yeah. tell you every play from something <laughs> yeah. from 15 years ago. How is Russell Westbrook a good idea? I don't get it. <laughs> he thinks he can make it work. He thinks he can make it work. Nah, that, that's the only thing I... Like, I don't know LeBron. I've never talked to LeBron. But I'm just saying, just based on all the context that we know up to this point, he thinks he can make it work. So, so what hey, was- man. So, hey, I'm not going to argue with you then. What was your favorite off-season move in the NBA then? Um, if you're talking favorite, I think, the one that imp- I think the one that impressed me or like it was just like a oh, wow moment was all the people who went to Chicago. Because hmm. I was not expecting Lonzo to pick Chicago. I was not expecting DeMar to pick Chicago. Uh, yeah. Who else went to Chicago? I mean, those were the two big ones. Well, yeah, they were the big one. But, like, those, I, they definitely moved the needle for that team and their playoff aspirations. They got Vucevic there. They got Zach Levine there. Uh, Kobe White, he's showing signs of improvement. They got guys. It's, can they make it work now? Can they make it work? What's your view for that team, like, for this season? Like, do you have an outcome? Or I think they're seven to eight. Seven yeah. to eight. Yeah. Somewhere I, around there. I mean, it's, it's tough to figure out because you've got, yeah, I mean, you've got Lonzo, you've got Levine, you've got Pat Williams, you've got DeMar, you've got Vujovic. Like, those are your top yeah. five. But, like, how does it all fit together? Because, I mean, DeMar, Levine, and Vujovic all kind of need the ball. Lonzo yeah. fits well because he doesn't need the ball. Yeah, and, he can and set Pat it Williams up. too. I mean, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's that's an interesting team. I if you're I, talking about my most disappointing is my damn team that plays in Ohio. <laughs> what the heck y'all going out and getting Lori Markin in for? Why are you trading Larry Nance? Really? You, Why are we getting Ricky Rubio? That was a that was a weird deal, but you were mad at the you're mad at the the Lowry marketing part. Yeah. Like we don't need him. Like how many big men do we need on the floor? How many big men do we need on the team? I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what the Cavs are doing. I, I really never have. Like everyone was like, like Jared Allen definitely deserves a hundred million. And I'm like, okay, in a vacuum, I understand that. But on a team that like has. Evan I, Mobley. I, yeah, like I don't understand. Like what? Like what are you doing? Like I don't. By the way, it, I, I I got high hopes on Mobley. That's probably the the best thing out of the free agency for me. I I hope he does well with us. I really do. So then that's the problem right there, right? Is did you just sign two players to block him? <laughs> Is you just gave Jared Allen a hundred million dollars and you gave Marketing sixty seven million? So like, where does Evan Mobley play? Yeah, it's. it's We'll see. We'll see. It's, I mean, it's, but here's the thing it's not unlike the Knicks spending the eighth overall pick on Obi Toppin and then dedicating <laughs> their offense to Julius Randle and then giving him $150 million. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against what the Knicks have done, but like, those aren't 
you know, maybe put someone next to Julius Randle could be. Yeah, I know that hindsight is, you know, twenty twenty, but they they drafted a player that they literally never used. (laughs) You know, you you go through these things. I liked Obi Toppin too. No, I didn't see him getting much play time with the Knicks. That was the thing. You want to know the (laughs) stupidest fucking thing ever is I picked him for rookie of the year because I wasn't thinking because I wasn't thinking he's a rookie in Tibbs system. I was just thinking like, because I watched him play three preseason games and I was like, oh my God, this (laughs) motherfucker's awesome. And I just wasn't thinking he's a rookie in Tibbs system. He's literally never going to play like, you know. And again, that's the alcohol, but what are you going to do? So, so favorite offseason move, least favorite offseason move. We went through those before we get to football. Any, what is your, obviously we have so much more to talk about over the NBA as it gets closer. We're not even there yet, yeah. but before we get there, any brash NBA predictions, anything that's going to piss me off so I can just like, you know, shake my the head. Sons don't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something. I would say that the Lakers are as likely to not make the playoffs as the Suns oh, are. That's crazy. Is LeBron playing injured again? The Suns are Lakers. constructed way better than the Lakers are, dude. The uh, Lakers are a broken roster construction. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah, no, they were a broken roster construction last season. They are broken this season. We'll see. Yeah, no, we will. And it's fine. And the, the funny part is, is that you know, something will go wrong and the Lakers will miss the third tiered player and they'll be like, that's why we didn't get out of the first round. Is it? That- <laughs> oh, you're already calling the first round exit. That's crazy. All righty. All right. Two years ago, we both watched Tom Brady not be able to beat the Titans because the offense around him was a bunch of junior college motherfuckers. And if you're going <laughs> to tell me that LeBron James isn't subject to the same things, I'm going to disagree with you. Now, you might be saying to yourself, why do you keep comparing LeBron James and Tom Brady? They're in different sports. Because I've learned you don't bet against either of those two, right? When when the compliment is on their side, you don't bet against them. And the Lakers are doing every single thing they can to make LeBron's life worse. And I don't understand it. How can just, okay, just let's just put away, just just put away the, you and me trash talking each other, put away the names for a minute. Give me a logical reason that the way that Russell Westbrook plays basketball fits next to LeBron. I feel like he will be able to control the offense for a majority of the season, thus allowing LeBron to get more rest time. Yeah. Therefore, exactly. The, You're going to the control them right to 25 wins. Yeah. 25 wins for that control. Did the Wizards, oh how are the Wizards goodness. feeling about that oh control? Oh my goodness. Did they not make the playoffs about? They, did they not make the <laughs> playoffs with us? <laughs> did they not make the 10 seed in the Eastern Conference? Are you for real? Three teams in a row have jumped at the opportunity to dump this dude. And you're trying to tell me that it's going to help LeBron. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Westbrook asked for the trade out of Houston. Did, did I... I, I, I'm confused. Did he not ask for the trade in Oklahoma City too? Uh, did, did it seem like those teams were depressed at the have the opportunity to trade him? Oklahoma City literally. How got did Oklahoma City do this year? 
They got four draft picks and then traded Chris Paul so for they're pretty another much, first rounder. So pretty much they're putting their fate in a bunch of teenagers right now is what I'm hearing. Because all those picks are for like, what, 2025, 2026, 2027? How, how many titles does Russell Westbrook have? They're doing geography right now. And how many titles right does Russell Westbrook have? They're asking their mom if they can go out to the movies with their friends right now. Come how on, many no. titles does Russell Westbrook have? Zero. Yeah. How many times has he been to the conference finals? Once. How many times has he been to the NBA finals? Once. And who were players around him in those scenarios? Fucking Kevin Durant. So he's got LeBron James who's better than Kevin Durant. And fucking James Harden when they were young, dude. You're, you're trying to tell that. You're trying to tell me that 37-year-old LeBron. <laughs> if he does, that is an indictment on the rest of the NBA. I will tell you that much. I will tell you that much. Y'all better hope he don't get back there because I'm going to be talking all my shit afterwards. I will. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, if the Lakers make the finals, not even win, not even win, not even win. If they make the finals, <laughs> I will let you come on this show for an hour. <laughs> I will not say one word. I will post an episode that of is the Brandon show. Oh yeah. The Brandon show of every single thing you can think of. I will post an hour of it. That's Deal. for sure. Deal. That's how Deal. sure I am. The Lakers are not. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going I have a lot of stuff to talk about. I should be taking my notes from now. Holy might as well take a diary and read it out yeah. for the people. No, that's excited. You get that diary written down, you get ready to throw it right in the garbage because the Lakers aren't going anywhere. So <laughs> all right. All right. So we've got our brash NBA predictions down. I like it. Let's did you, go. Did you watch the game tonight? Did you watch Monday Night Football? How'd you feel? I saw a little bit, and from what I saw, I'm glad I missed the rest of it. <laughs> that, that was that was atrocious. Like y'all making the Cowboys look like world beaters right now. Oh, well, I don't really understand what anyone's expected from the Eagles. The Knicks Riani hiring is weird to me. Right. He hasn't done much of anything. You know, I don't get I like Jalen Hurts. That's the only thing about the Eagles. Yeah, I like him too. I uh, I still feel like he has room to grow, but it's like what I notice the most is like Miles Sanders only ran the ball twice. Yeah, and it was for twenty seven yards. Like, why didn't they try and develop the run more? Like, like stop trying to turn him into a Christian McCaffrey. Like, try get the run game going. It opens up a lot more stuff for you guys. Especially if you have somebody like Devonte Smith, who we all know what he's capable of doing. Hey, the the roster's not good. The roster's not good. Let's let's stop trying to hide it. The roster's not good. Yeah, I I feel like the roster's I mean bad, mediocre. But I still feel like there's a lot that they could do that would be like I still feel like they're doing everything wrong. Like every pass is five yards. Like you said, they're never running the ball. Like there's no. I, I didn't understand the hire and I feel like I've been vindicated in that because I, I just, I watched this team and it's like, yeah, they're, they don't have a ton of talent, but they still don't play to their talent. Yeah. Yeah. So no. you don't believe in the Cowboys. Like this game doesn't make you think all oh, the Cowboys are good. Well, considering they don't play a team that had a winning record until like, what is it like week 11? Like this is, <laughs> this is fool's goal. This is, this is what that Prescott always does. He's got like one of the best winning record against losing teams. But 
when he faces teams that are actually good, like, what does he do? What so does he do? So watching him coming off the injury, you don't believe in it? Uh, he, he plays nice. He plays nice. But it's like, will he play nice enough? Like, we listen, we're, we were most likely going to get into the Bucks, but we're, you saw how they played yesterday. So we, we see that did that, and it's like, okay. Right. And then look what he did against the Chargers, who just beat the Chiefs yesterday. Right. Like they, they barely, what was it? 20 to 17 was that the final score yeah but it's like they 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 weren't scoring like how they scored tonight or how they scored against the bucks against a team that with a, a better defense or that's playing better defense than both of those two teams that they beat so it's like i do feel like the cowboys defense is a little bit better than anticipated though because like like you said like tonight two of those touchdowns yeah. came off turnovers so I, I like Micah like, Parsons rushing. I like. Yeah. I think he's better at rushing because we all saw Brady was just cooking that boy when he was in coverage. Right. <laughs> and I, I do. I do think the Cowboys' defense is. I, I do. Like last year, obviously they, they have playmakers. Have yeah, they have they, playmakers. Yeah, they, they finally turned it around a little bit. But I, you know, my biggest thing is like I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I've I've said to you mm-hmm. for years now. Like I thought. The minute that he went to Oklahoma and he worked with Lincoln Riley, it was clear like he understood yeah. getting the ball downfield more. And watching him right now, I feel like it's right back to when he was at Alabama. And yeah. he's unwilling to throw the ball downfield and unwilling to make choices and one unwilling to take a risk. The minute he threw a pick in this game, they didn't he throw a ball. Scared. Yeah, they oh. didn't throw the ball 10 yards downfield again, like all game. I I mean, there were a couple, but you understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like there was all it's screens and bubble screens and underneath and things like that. And I just, I don't feel like the Eagles have the requisite constant confidence in Jalen hurts that they should. Mm -hmm. And I think so. I think so. (laughs) Was that a pun intended or unintentional? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, all I know is fuck the Eagles is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, hey, man. I, it's one of those things where I like I want Jalen Hurts to succeed, but I hate mm. the Eagles. So I don't really know how to like thread that needle. It's like I is want this, him to I want this him have to, to do with the 2018 year. Hey. Yeah, I, I don't have any comment on that. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Oh. I'm still I'm still so frustrated at that game. Like, well, okay, I'm in a casino in Vegas. And it's me and this other dude. We're like the only Patriots fans in this whole lobby. Mm-hmm. And we're like high-fiving when the Patriots take the lead late in the game. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I had to like do the walk of shame out when we lose. So I hate everyone from Philadelphia. This is after the Earth's TD as well, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, you know what the worst part is? Is none of those motherfuckers are Eagles fans. They're gamblers oh, in Vegas. So oh, they're trying to walk me out. Like I did something wrong, and I'm like, you're not even a fucking Eagles fan. You're right. No, I have PTSD with the Eagles. Here's what it is. I, no, I, I've been a fan of Jalen Hurts. I don't think they have a clue how to use him. I don't like Nick Sirianni. I don't like anything the Eagles are doing. But I do, I, I do wonder about the Cowboys too. It's like you said. It's like they have these, they play garbage teams and they kill them. Yeah. But this is kind they of had Mike a McCarthy's team. Yeah, but this is like Mike McCarthy's thing, right? It's like mm-hmm. he'll kill the garbage teams. Yeah. And right on schedule. Yeah. Do you 
do you think Kellen Moore is coaching the Cowboys next season? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if they don't even make the playoffs, I think McCarthy's run is over. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> the, the funny thing is, cause I remember in 2010 when they mm. hired Jason Garrett before they hired Wade Phillips, they hired him and people were like, Oh, he's the new coach. And the Cowboys were like, no, he's the coordinator, but he's the coach in waiting. And then they hired Wade Phillips and like two years into Wade Phillips being the coach. It was like, uh, it's probably going to be Jason Garrett. And I feel like we're already reaching that point with Kellen Moore. It's like every single week, Mike McCarthy's like, we have to win this game by 20 or I might get replaced. <laughs> like the Cowboys they're the Cowboys are the only team in the entire league that can yeah. win 12 games and be balling and still be fucking dysfunctional. And that's Facts. that's Facts. just every time I watch the Cowboys, I'm just like, I'm not comfortable with whatever it is that's going on here. Like the accident waiting to happen. Well, because this whole game, they're talking about Tony Pollard versus Zeke Elliott. Right. And it's yeah. just like, you know, I just I, I don't because they like they like the the explosiveness that Pollard brings, and yeah. then it's like Zeke, but it's like Zeke, you just paid it. It's like he, it's almost like they're obligated to prefer him over Pollard. You uh, would you have given Zeke that contract? I wouldn't have. Like nah, nah. Like straight up, dude, I'm not giving any running back any contract. Like I, I, yeah, I'll give Bill. I'm on the Bill Belichick side. It's well, like, it's like, dude, I can draft a dude in the third round. Look, look, look how many, like, of all, like, the top running backs in the league, like, how many of them are Super Bowl champions? If Zero. You, like, the top five all time, outside of, like, Emmett Smith, how many of them are Super Bowl champions more that, than one time? You And you go through, like, even the last, like, 20 years, it's like, LaDainian Tomlinson, none. Adrian yep. Peterson, none. Alvin Kamara came after the Saints won the Super Bowl. Ezekiel Elliott, nothing. Like, yep. you, you see here. The committee through. running backs are more yeah. than enough to win a championship. Yeah. You, and if you go look at the dudes who won titles with teams, it's like, oh, it's like this guy. It's like LeGarrette Blunt with the Patriots. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like oh, yeah, that dude was undrafted. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, but he served his purpose. He served his purpose. So, and it's like I'm not even like I'm not even mad when Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey get paid. Like they deserve mm-hmm. that. But when the Steelers are just like, yeah, we're not paying Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Can you blame them? Like it cripples the salary cap. It cripples it. Like they deserve the money but at the same time like it cripples the salary cap and you're pretty much banking on them to run you to the super bowl essentially yeah Yeah. and that's why bill has handled that perfectly it's like dude i'll give you all the opportunities to show out you go get paid somewhere else yeah and you will go get your money and it's yeah. congratulations to you and you will get your cash. I'm not going to prevent you from getting your cash, but I'm not going to give it to you. And exactly. that, that's the number one thing I will always give to Bill Belichick is he is the one. He is honestly the one who mm-hmm. not only said, I don't need running backs, but number two said, I can build a dominant running game without elite running backs. He's the, he is the first coach in the history of the game to say that and he yeah. proved it. And mm-hmm. but 
all of those things were predicated on Tom Brady. And that's the thing that drives me a little crazy. And that leads into the next question I want to ask. Well, but it's true, man, is because every single thing that the Patriots have done for 22 years or 21 years or whatever was based on the fact that you had a legendary quarterback who was always good in the clutch. Yeah. And now none of that is true. And now nothing that Bill Belichick believes is true. And now nothing he wants to do works. And I know it's only three weeks. And I am very clear that you and I are about to give our assessments and mine is about to be much harsher than yours, but I'm just curious through three weeks. How do you feel about Mac Jones? (sighs) This week was his worst week. That's, that's more than obvious, but I don't think it was his worst week entirely because of his fault. Okay. Because, like, the last pick, that's just a heave at the end. You're already trailing. It's just like, all right, let's just see what you got. The second pick, that's off of Janu's hands. Like, it, it was a little far out, but it's like, still, you got your hands on it and you flip it upwards. And then the, the one before that, inexcusable. But at the same time, it's like, I... All the rookie QBs are struggling right now. Sure. And it's just, he's in a situation where he doesn't have the weapons that, like, the supreme weapons that to throw to. And it's like, Josh McDaniels is also a a questionable play caller, (laughs) for lack of a better word. (laughs) And it's like, he's still learning. He's still learning. You can, like, he has the you can see moments where it's like ah mac i see because we saw like right before the half he was wheeling and dealing and then we the call the stretch play and it's like all that momentum just depleted and mm-hmm. it's so uh, the defense mm, that defense I, i'm not a believer uh i think i think there's good things about the defense, but if we cannot stop run defense, because we literally got Taysom Hilled on the last drive when we could have came back and we couldn't stop him for shit. Yeah. And that pretty much spelled our demise. I, I do kind of feel like the free agency class thing is a bust because, like, yeah. you know, every single year, the Patriots don't spend a bunch of money on free agents and they're competing for the title. And everyone's like, well, the Patriots don't overpay for players, blah, 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 blah. And then the year that the Patriots overpaid for players, everyone was like, well, this is genius. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't, it's, you know. Matt Judon is the best pickup that we've had so far. Every time I see Judon, he's flashing on my screen. That was the one that I was like, okay, that's going to work. And it has. And that, that was, that he's was a the perfect run. patriot for like he's the perfect patriot. Bill loves guys like him. Anytime Shout out to the Ravens for not paying him. Yeah. Anytime, aside from Adelius Thomas, essentially, anytime that Bill uh, can poach a Ravens guy who's like versatile, you know, that Bill yeah. loves those kind of dudes. And that was the one thing I was like, okay, this is gonna go well. And it has. But he's a know, better version of Calvin Noy, yep. if you look at it. Yeah, yeah. And and it, it's funny because Van Noy was like Van Noy was that dude who like he was like Nikovich. It was like 
don't yeah. know how good he is, but he's in the middle of every play that matters. Yeah, like yeah, he he came out big for us in the Super Bowl versus the Revs. Right, he he always had a, but Matt Judon is like, okay, I'm good. He's, yeah, he's a version of, and so that was the one that I was like, okay, that's really gonna work. But then you mm-hmm. look at like. Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith and all these things. And it's like, I think Hunter is better than Johnny, but Johnny, oh, for yeah. some reason, he's getting more snaps. It seems like well, is, is Hunter still, is Hunter still playing injured or yeah. like, is he nursing some type of injury? I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Cause Johnny Smith has been, I don't want I mean, he's been bad. I liked, I liked him. I like when I heard I he got picked up, I liked the pickup, but like so far I'm not seeing it yet. He's he's run a couple of terrible routes. He's dropped balls that mm-hmm. he never should have dropped. And but my thing with Mac Jones, I said it to you before the season. I still feel this way. Like I I don't believe in any of the Alabama quarterbacks. I didn't like Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. at all when he was in Alabama until he went to Oklahoma and and was coached by Lincoln Riley. They don't they mm. they throw when the dude is wide open. Because in uh, Alabama, uh, the dude is always wide open. And you see Mac Jones, sometimes he throws these unbelievable threaded passes. And it's like, yeah, yeah. where's the defender? He's not there. I don't, I've never understood it. I've never understood this pick. And I see Patriots fans who are out there like, these are the same dudes who last year was Stidham. They're, you know, two years ago, said, we're going to win 12. So are you pro Cam? Are you, are you one of those people who is pro Cam? Or yeah. you just weren't big on? No, the, no, no. The... No, I was definitely pro Cam. They should have kept Cam. There was mm. no reason to draft an Alabama quarterback and then start him. There's not a single quarterback that's good. That was my thing. Good. That was my thing, bro. I was like, play Cam let Mac Jones learn behind him. Like we're not like, playing know, for anything. We're still not a championship team. Exactly. Like, like I know that Cam wasn't great last year, but what are you trying to prove? Everyone on the team loves him. They're all going to play through a wall next to him. They don't trust this rookie. Like what are you doing? Hey man. Hey, I I feel like this is the Brady pressure that got to bill. Uh, yeah. I feel like it was the Brady pressure. I my yeah. dude, I love Cam. You can you can ask mm-hmm. everyone, uh, ask anyone who has lived with me, who has been my friend. I said yeah. to them a million fucking times. Ask anyone. I said to them a million times. The number one player that I would want to take over for Tom Brady if he retired was the number one quarterback I would want to take over was Cam Newton. I fucking yeah. love Cam Newton. I have always loved Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. So. Last year didn't go good. Well, guess what? The quarterback coach last year was Jed Fish, who is now the coach of the University of Arizona, who last week <laughs> lost to Northern fucking Arizona University, which they've like never lost to. The dude's a joke. Everything was a joke. The team was a joke. It's not Cam Newton. It's not Cam. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm just saying you could have at least given him some burn. Let him fall flat on his face before you drop him, you know? Dude, and watching, guess... these th- watching these first three weeks, you're going to tell me this team wouldn't have been better with Cam Newton? Get the fuck out of here. Get the there's fuck out of here. There's they some folks so who much don't believe. There's some people who don't believe he changes anything. Well, those people are called racists, and they're fucking wrong. 
This team would have been so much better. I, I know some brothers who aren't even big on Cam either. And, uh, okay, okay, that's fair. I'm not trying to. Okay, let's be no, but let's be really clear. Cameron yeah. Newton is a fucking MVP quarterback who some yeah. people still to this day act like was never good. That shit mm. is racism. There are people in this league who act like Matthew Stafford has been leaps and bounds better than Cam Newton. That shit is racism. It's bullshit. I'm not trying to say that Matt Stafford isn't good, but when you try to act like a dude who's won MVP and been to the Super Bowl is garbage compared to a dude who played for the fucking Lions forever and won six games a year. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear this. But Peter, they said it's because he didn't have a defense. He didn't have a run game, man. Yeah, but he had a wife to make sure that no one was going to wear masks and get vaccinated. Fuck that shit. I might be a little bit angry about yesterday. Anyway, the point is... (laughs) Oh, my. We haven't talked in like three months. There was no way we were going to stay on track. There was no (laughs) way. There was no way this was going to make sense as a conversation. It's all good. Oh my goodness. All three people who listen to this are going to completely understand it. It's all good. So, so, so Patriots free agency class is a bust. Yes or no? Well, considering only one. Well, two have only shine. Like I like Kendrick Bourne as well. He's been good. Aguilar, he had a touchdown as well. So, yeah, for the most part, it's a bust because the yeah. Nelson Aguilar dropped every fucking pass for the first two years of his career, and then caught like three huge ones in the Super Bowl against New England. And then Bill was like, "Gotta sign him." Yeah. You know what, Bill? Uh, you know how Bill is coaching this team. You remember how Doc ran the Clippers when he was mm-hmm. like, "This dude was good against me in 2009. Bring him in." He's like bringing in Hidu Turgaloo in 2014. That's oh how Bill God. is running this team right now, dude. Nelson Ooh. Aguilar, are you kidding me? He gave uh, him like a big deal. He gave him like a big contract. Like what? And we could didn't we have a chance to sign Allen Robinson too? Or and, oh no, he got tagged. He got tagged. That's what. Yeah. He got think, but like, what are you doing? Like, how is? Well, surely if we give Nelson Aguilar forty million or whatever the fuck, somebody like, else could have got. Like, just just do any other thing. Like, I, I, you know what? You know what? This team wouldn't have driven me as crazy if coming into this season, Patriots fans weren't like, oh, twelve and five championship. I'm like, what are you drunk? Like, are you like? You have to live in the world. Like I, I said 10 and 7. I was uh, I was on the 10 and 7. You're all you're all so lucky that I had so much going on in my life that I couldn't talk about it because I was out here about to be like four and thirteen. I was like about Oh, to- that's what you said, huh? Yeah. Four and thirteen. They're not good. I don't understand what anyone thinks. Well, after these last two, three weeks, I'm in the same boat. I'm not I'm not a believer. I even tweeted the other day. I said, We suck, man. Like, <laughs> we suck. We suck. Like, every week, my playoff aspirations dripping, 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 dripping. Like, I'm pretty sure we're, we're last in red zone scoring. Like, I didn't even look at it, but, like, just from what I've seen, I'm pretty sure we're last in red zone scoring. I mean, it's just – it's just Patriots fans took Tom Brady for granted. There's no other way to look at it. And do you think Patriots coaches did the same thing? Go read – 
a million ESPN articles over the last five years of Tom Brady in New England. And they said things like, we could win with a lot of quarterbacks around here. And they just took the man for granted. And you're seeing what happens. Like, I guess this is the other thing that drives me crazy is like, like a lot of Patriots fans are old. Mm -hmm. Like just fade up. This is an old fan base. Well, because like we had good years, like back in before I was even born. No. Yeah. So some of those old motherfuckers should remember when Belichick was with the Browns and he pissed everyone off and rubbed them the wrong way and things didn't go well and he got Mm -hmm. ran out of the city. Mm -hmm. It's almost getting to that point is what you're saying? What I'm saying is I'm still very angry at Bill Belichick for making Tom Brady leave to another team and suddenly make me root for a team from fucking Florida. (laughs) Oh, my. So how do you feel that game's going then? I'll tell you how I feel. Tom Brady just lost to the Rams. Oh, should we talk about that then? We 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 should. We don't talk about that. We should. We should talk about that. But I'll just say this. I'll just say this. If you think he's going to go into New England and lose after, after he just those, locked yeah. it, like, you got another thing coming. Tampa We're getting Bay, a cycle Tom game. Yeah. Tampa Bay is about to fuck up New England. This game is going to be ugly. <sighs> and I'll tell you another thing. I, I, I have, number one, freely acknowledged I'm a Tom Brady stan. I've been rooting mm-hmm. for him since Michigan. Yeah. He replaced Drew Bledsoe, and that was difficult for me, but blah, blah, blah. The point is, I've rooted for Tom <laughs> since I was literally like a preteen. So yeah. I acknowledge I'm a stan. I acknowledge mm-hmm. But that being said, if these motherfuckers in New England boo him, I'm not, I'm not having Sickles. that, dude. I'm not Sickles. having that. Nah, you can't boo him. You can't. Yeah. He gave you 20 years. You can't he gave you him. six titles. You can't boo. No, him. no other franchise aside from the Steelers can say that. Yeah. You can't and the boo Steelers him. didn't even get all their championships with one guy. Yeah, two guys. So you can't boo him. Yeah. As as far as the Rams game goes, I'm very worried about Tampa Bay secondary. They are significantly injured. There's so much Mm. problems with the depth. I think Tampa Bay, like over the regular season, will be fine. There's too much talent. They're going to win 11, 12 games in the expanded. And they got a second place schedule as well. Right. They're going to be fine. But Mm. with the division, like you don't know what to expect from Jameis any week. Obviously, the Falcons. Hey, those Panthers, those Panthers on defense, uh, they they got yeah. some ballers on defense. The Panthers uh, are really. Is there any update on JC Horn, though? Uh, I haven't heard anything good. Okay. And I know that the Panthers reached out to Richard Sherman after mm. that. So I would. The Bucks should reach out to Richard Sherman. They have too. And the Bucks did yesterday. They, uh, Ali Marpet got. Uh, uh, they changed his contract, so he got a four million dollar payment this year, which okay. increased their cap space four million. So I think mm-hmm. the Bucks are getting ready to potentially sign Richard Sherman because they did that deal. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, I think the Bucks will be fine in the regular season. But come yeah. the playoffs, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. They're the, you know, I mean. Just like if we're just looking at this truthfully, like I can sit here as a stand and whatever. If you look at this truthfully, last year, Tampa Bay suffered basically no injuries. Yeah. And, you know, the only player that was really injured was Vita Vea, and he was back by the end of the season. Right in time. Right in time. And so 
the Bucks are now suffering what a team goes through. And I don't know. I'm not sure what they'll be able to do with that. Honestly, like if you're missing your entire secondary, what do you do? And it doesn't help that the pass rush hasn't been getting home like they normally have either. Like, no. when, but, like, I noticed this every time, the, like, even last year when the Bucks played the Rams, like, there were so many times where it's like, I, I can see there's a blitz coming. And I see the Rams check into one of their patented screenplays and it just killed them. Devin White's blitzing home, nobody home. Ball's already gone. And they 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 got some amazing dudes who can get after the catch yards. So it's like that's almost like they play the Bucks defense perfectly. Almost it seems like. And you know, the one thing that the Bucks kind of do that reminds me a little bit of Belichick and drives mm. me crazy is yeah. I feel like Todd Bowles is that same like I'm gonna coach my defense in the way that mm. I want to coach it. And if yeah. it doesn't work, that's fine. We're going to look at the film and find out why it doesn't work. And I, I felt that way with Tampa Bay last year a couple times. I was like, why will you not adjust? And it's like, they're like, we're saving our adjustments for later. And like, that's fine. As a gambler, it drives me fucking insane. But like, sometimes the Bucks are like, like, like last year, the, the Chiefs game. Tyree mm-hmm. Kill burned them for like two touchdowns in the first quarter. Yeah. And they would not, they didn't switch off man until the second half. They were just like, yeah, they were just like, we're going to try to find someone who can play man with Tyree Kill. And the answer was nobody. But yeah. he had literally 200 yards fucking receiving in the first quarter. Imagine if they did what they did in the second half from jump. Exactly. And, and so sometimes I get a little frustrated with Todd Bowles because I feel like he's like, he and Bruce Arians are like, we're going to do what we're going to do, man. And if it doesn't work, we don't give a shit because it's week three and I'm not, I don't care about your bets, whatever. And I, it's like, I kind of respect it, but it's also like, God damn it. Can you just try to win the game? Like, (laughs) Cause they didn't adjust. I felt like they didn't adjust. Mm -hmm. The game was just very, it it was just ugly. There's really no other way to put it. Hey man, those Rams, historically give Brady problems. Yeah. Aaron Donald, he's a bad man. Unless it's, it's a like, Super Bowl. Yeah. And Aaron yeah. Donald has never sacked him. So, you know, yeah. just to be fair. <laughs> well, didn't he get the strip sack yesterday, you know? That was the that was the first time. I'm oh, saying that was that the first time he got a sack. He was the, oh. That was the first time he'd ever sacked him before. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. Hey, but no, it's it's true. I mean, you know, the Rams are but the Rams are also one of those teams that They've been very good in the regular season. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they only had one real playoff run. So I, I don't know. I mean, I I do think that Matt Stafford in the Rams system is awesome. Yeah. I, I do. I, you know, I, I joke about him, but um man, he looks good. Yeah. Playing in that offense. He looks really good. He feels free, quote unquote. Do you think he's an MVP candidate this year? Through three games, yes. Do you think the Rams are a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Not not through three games, just in general. Like, do you believe in that team? In general, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I too. feel like I I was saying that this game pretty much is gonna decide who hosts the NFC Championship. Yeah. The, that 
that week one game when I watched yeah. Stafford with the Rams, I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah. this is this is different. And no, I, I agree. I do really think I think a Rams Bucks NFC title game is is very much in the cards, but the Bucks mm-hmm. have to get it together, truthfully, because there's so mm-hmm. many, you know, they gotta figure out what, what they're gonna do. Hey, but I, I do think uh, Green Bay, uh, I, I still feel like they are not afraid of the Rams, though. No, I don't think they're afraid of the Rams because they're like, you got a Jalen Ramsey? That's cute. We have a uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. This, this, this season's pretty open. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about the AFC? Mm, I'll save that for the the hot take time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like it's Chiefs and everyone else. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like everyone sort of acts like, oh, the Chiefs and everyone. I don't I don't think that that defense is dog water. (laughs) That defense is legit dog water. (laughs) I I mean, Holmes just look bad, too. Like, I don't. I don't. He throws nope, too many nope, garbage. Nope, nope, nope. How can you say that? That's Mahomes. Like, what, what, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? You have to write an apology to that man. Go on Twitter right now and apologize. What's wrong with you? Why, why are you saying such things about Mahomes, man? Don't you know? There's no that he makes passes that nobody else can make, man. Let me ask you a question. Starting right That's now. That's already the goal. He's already the goal. <laughs> Starting right now today, you have Mahomes at 10 years and 450 million or Justin Herbert at 10 years and 300 million. Who are you taking? You just, mm. just today. Let's Today is week. It's four weeks ago and you have the opportunity to sign both these dudes at a locked in deal. Are you taking Herbert at 300 million over 10 years? I still have to take Mahomes. You still would take Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's fair, but I, mm-hmm. I think it's a question. Just based on resume, just yeah. based off a of resume. I think, I think that it, the, the one third discount, it's a question. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying is I really like Justin Herbert. Like I did yeah, I the, coming into the league. Coming to the league, I thought that dude was ass. I like Herbert. I liked her from what I saw last year. He was my favorite. Yeah, I'm a, I like Herbert. Coming into the league, I thought he was ass. I did not think anything of him at all. I'll totally admit I was a thousand percent wrong. Watching him last year, I was like, this dude can throw it. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not and saying he can move. And yeah, he can yes. Move. And I'm not trying to say he's better than Mahomes or anything. I'm just saying, like, at that little discount, I'd be like, man, I have to think about that for a minute. But mm-hmm. but I I'm not trying to, I believe Mahomes will be the best quarterback in the league over the next 10 years. I'm not trying to, you know, I, I get it, but, I, yeah. but everyone sort of acts like the chiefs are just kind of in their own league and no they're not, they're not, them. not anymore. No, this is, this is year four at this point. It's like the league is going to catch up eventually and yeah. you can't, we've seen it with Brady. You can't rely on the QB to just carry the defense forever. Right. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. What right. about what about the Bills? Do you think I know that they kind of they've started to write the ship a little bit this week, but are you and, and they play Bills a couple are of still there. You you're you're still a big time Bills believer. Like I wouldn't say I'm a Bills believer, but I respect the talent they have. Mm. 
Mm. I respect the talent. Like, I honestly thought they might upset the Chiefs last year because the Chiefs just, Mm -hmm. they were so, they were getting thin and the defense wasn't there. And I honestly, I didn't think Josh Allen was ready for that moment. I, I, I I think he was ready for that moment. And and you're right. He wasn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But that was. may have been, but he still got to rely on somebody to throw him the ball. So. Yeah. And (laughs) his year last year was ridiculous like it's it's pretty cool when like it's kind of fun like you have a dude like josh allen and a dude Mm -hmm. like stefan diggs who've kind of both been underappreciated a little bit they have a year like last year where like they're both like mvp candidate you know like last year was fun yeah even is it like bill's hater forever (laughs) like last year was kind of fun like you know yeah I, i i'm i'm definitely interested to see with what uh, what happens, but what about Roethlisberger? Just continuing a quick final AFC contenders, like I he dude, fell he off looks, the cliff that they accused Brady of falling off of. Right, I think he's mm. done, man. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think they should have moved on already. Like he just doesn't, he can't get the ball downfield like he once could. Like he can't get, you know, he used to be able to fire those sixty-yard strikes that just. He also doesn't have AB either, so yeah, that yeah. that also helps. By the way, AB is the best receiver on that Bucks wide receiver core. I, I, I love Mike Evans. I love Godwin, but AB is still AB. He's still AB. That's it's just a shame that he's getting the third string snaps. That's a take, man. Okay, so a so you're saying AB is better than Godwin this year or the next five years? This year. Okay. That's this fair. year. I mean, that's yeah. fair. He still gets open in a way sometimes that I don't understand how he's and open. Bra- like, Brady is, Brady, like, I know Brady, like, he's in his ear, like, because we saw last week he only had one for 70. I know he's in his ear. He's like, fam, I got you, fam. Don't, don't, no. don't even worry about it. Well, and the other thing, too, is you know that in the playoffs, Brady doesn't give a shit about, you know, how many he'll throw you the ball eight times in a game, like, yeah, you know, and yeah, I, I do think that I do think that Antonio Brown listens to him in a way that I wish that Randy Moss would have <laughs> back mm-hmm. in 2010. Like, yeah, oh my god, dude, I think about that so much. But dude, what could have been? What, what could have been? been? What, dude, I if Bill was just a little bit softer and he was just a little bit less of a dick. Yeah, there's like two we win that year. Titles, yeah, there's like two to we three win, titles. We win. There's, but there's more than just that. There's multiple titles left on the table. If like the the Eagles game, I'm sorry, uh, but I I know Malcolm Butler isn't perfect, but you're not going to tell me that having him on the field doesn't help. Like, trust I, me, trust me, bro. You give him some looks against Alshon. Oh he's going to get one of those balls, right? I'm just my saying that the, the the Alshon touchdown from the 40 yard line in the back of the end zone that was against uh, uh, Eric Rowe. Uh, Malcolm Butler stops that play. That's yep. what I'm saying is – and Eric Rowe played great defense on that play. I'm not trying to – but Malcolm yeah. gets better defense. Something about Butler when he needed the most. He would have had better position on that play and pushed him out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And I just – stuff like that, I think Bill left like two titles on the table because of his arrogance. And I yeah. think that drove both Tom and Gronk crazy. And yeah. I think – 
that's why they're in Tampa Bay right now. And that's what also makes it easier for me to root for Tampa Bay as I created that story in my head. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Like, dude, my favorite thing about the Tampa Bay thing is last year I'm in the grocery store, right? And it's like week 10 or something, you know, middle of the season. Yeah. And I'm wearing my Brady Buccaneers jersey and I've got my custom Brady mask and everything. And this dude stops me and he's like, man, he's like, I've, I've never seen a Tampa Bay Bucks jersey in public before. And I was like, man, I've been a lifelong Tampa Bay Bucks fan since March of this year. So <laughs> <laughs> a lifelong Tampa Bay fan since a March. Yeah. And that I like was, that. That was his exact reaction too. And so I'm dude, I'm with it. Like I'm so I'm so angry about dude. I'm so mad at Bill still. Like I ugh. I, I don't care how immature it sounds. I'm still so mad at Bill. Like I, here's here's my thing. I'm just gonna say this now. I don't know That's if I've ever said this. I'm gonna say it now. I would have been fine with the Patriots moving on if Bill would have come out and said, "Tom is the best quarterback ever. I've been able to do anything I want, and now I want to try to win without him." And I know that he can't say that, but he kind of tried to say it through a uh, uh, Vrabel. Like he yeah. had, he had people kind of and Fourier, like he had people kind of reach that stuff, leak that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wish that they had just said that instead of trying to be like, well, Tom is over the hill or Tom wants too much money. It's like, dude, fuck you. Like, just stop the bullshit. Just don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I've been giving you money for 20 years. Don't lie to me. It's okay to lie to them. Don't lie to me. Just tell me I want to win without Tom Brady. I would respect the shit out of that. Like, truthfully, like, yeah, you know, I want to prove that I'm the best coach of all time and it had nothing to do with this. I would have been like, man, mm. good for you, you know? And if Tom had just, because, you know, Tom's like, I am the best and he's basically proven it. Goat Brady. Goat Brady. It's, dude, it's kind of, it's a little embarrassing right now. The Rams beating the Bucks yesterday helps cover, like, how horrendous that Patriots game was, but it's good. This leads to my kind of last question. Like, do you, does this affect how you feel about Bill Belichick? Cause it does affect how I feel about him. Oh, uh, I've always said it felt more symbiotic relationship because who knows what Brady is if he doesn't get drafted to the Patriots and we probably only look at Bill Belichick as a great defensive coordinator without Brady. So yeah. I, I really feel like they, they, they were a match made in heaven and they, they both benefited each other. But Bill didn't even want to draft him. He yeah. wanted to draft Tim Rattay and Tom Martinez had to convince Bill to do it. And that's what drives me crazy is, oh, I agree with you that it was symbiotic, but Bill didn't even want to draft him. He didn't even like him until he had him around. He didn't know. Like, he didn't know. He, he didn't, didn't know. know. So sometimes you don't know what's good for you until you get in. And you're like, oh, wow, this is actually really good for me. That's that's probably that's probably the one. That's one of my favorite stories ever is that, you know, the Tom Martinez story about, yeah. you know, going into Bill and being, you know, slamming. His, no, you must Listen. draft this kid. I know he's. Joe Montana, blah blah blah, and Bill's like, okay. The one time Bill listened to someone else. Like, hey man, that, that was me. The first time I ever had a mango, and I was, I was like, I don't want no mango. And they're like, oh, just take a slice. 
had the slice. I was grabbing for the rest of the mango. Is there more? <laughs> that's that's me the first time I ever had Indian food. My mother took me to an Indian restaurant and she's like, this is going to be the best food you've ever had. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And I took literally one bite and it's now been 19 years and Indian food is my favorite food to this fucking day. So, you know, sometimes other people need to feed you your medicine. So it's fair. Yes, sir. So, you, so you still believe in Bill. You're uh, it's wavering it is it's it's not the same belief i had a couple years ago because i'm waiting for some some free agency pickups man like we need some big names man like i i get you you want to dra- draft the guys who you know are good character who do all the right things but get me a generational talent man like you coach lawrence taylor man you you speak so highly of Ed Reed. Like we saw the special they did for the, the top 100 and how he was gushing over Ed Reed. Get me like Ed Reed. Get me a Lawrence Taylor. Go draft a Randy Moss instead of picking him up when he's already in his prime, man. And then they tried to sell us on Chase Winovich being Ed Reed. You know what I'm saying? Dude, dude, last year or like the year that Chase Winovich is the best defensive player. That it's like, dude, he's nice. He's a- he saw the long hair and he thought about Clay Matthews. That's <laughs> 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 literally exactly what happened. <laughs> Let me float a name by you, and I know that this was floated before. I know it, but I'm just. Three weeks into the season, got to Aaron Rodgers. The Mac Jones thing is not working. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play in Green Bay next year. It doesn't matter what they say. They did not extend him. His contract can be moved on. That's that's crazy. I'm just. I know. I know. I'm just saying. If you had asked me this six weeks ago, I would have said no. But Aaron Rodgers is not getting an extension because of the money that Jordan Love is paid next year. Mac Jones is not paid enough money to where you can't do anything. And Aaron Rodgers is on a contract that can be easily moved and restructured next season. The only thing that saddens me about that is that if it ever were to happen, I wish it was before this week four game because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that would no, be dude, once in a lifetime Fox patriot super bowl in 2022 <laughs> yeah tom's not going anywhere he's locked into a contract for that would be that he's, would be oh my goodness tom's 2023 contract is locked in such that if mm-hmm. he retires before then they lose 20 million dollars on the cap he's not going anywhere if, so I just if we said, ever got a brady versus bucks or sorry not brady versus the pats with air rogers that's what i'm saying that that is the type of matchup that you tell your grandkids about but you see what i'm saying that it's right today it's so much more possible than it was six weeks ago because i'm the the packers didn't extend him and he's not he's not coming back next year without a big money extension and Mm -hmm. they're not gonna do it they've already proven they won't do it especially Mm -hmm. if they don't win the super bowl this year they're not gonna do it they're not winning the super bowl 
this year. Exactly. And you've already got Jordan Love, and he already went out and said, why don't you just go ahead and put... I'm just saying. I Six yeah. weeks ago, I thought this was stupid. And today, I'm like, holy fuck, this makes <laughs> more sense than... It, especially with... Dude, Bill Belichick is not going out on, like, a foreign 13... Nah, he can't go out like that. But you know what he could do? He he never spent money on free agency. Go for broke. Yeah, he gotta he go for spent, broke. He never spent money on free agency before this year. It still mm. didn't work. The answer is Aaron fucking Rodgers. I'm just and by the mm. way, I just as a Patriots fan, and it will quell all those theories of oh, if Aaron Rodgers had Bill Belichick, he'd have ten Super Bowls. And just selfishly, don't you want to see Aaron Rodgers? Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. I mean, this shit would be fun. Oh, oh my goodness. On that same token, I wish that Tom Brady had spent his entire career with Bruce Arians because this, like, win or lose, we booze and, you know, risk it for the biscuit. And this whole, like, we're drunks playing football attitude. Like, oh, my God. I fucking love it. Very true. Very true. I love this team. I love I love Tampa Bay, dude. Like I, hey man, if we're still on the the, the NFL hot takes, uh, I yeah, still got me. one. Uh, now I know if certain people hear this, I'm gonna hear about it later. But <laughs> don't worry, no one listens to this podcast. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City doesn't even make it back to the conference championship. Wow, really? Yeah. Who are you picking over them? I think the Browns will sneak uh, past them. Uh, (laughs) I think the the Browns are the ones who send them home. The Browns are sending them Kansas. If they they don't, if not, if the Browns do not get one of those first or second seeds and they end up facing the Chiefs in the second round, I'm picking them to beat them. Independent of all of our other bets, if the Browns go farther than the Chiefs, I owe you another steak dinner because that is that is a take, man. That is a take. <laughs> you, you, do you believe in Baker Mayfield? Like, I, I don't think he's the reason, but I feel like he'll have one play where it's like he puts them in a position where it's like, oh, the Chiefs are sunk. Huh. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so Baker versus Dak for the next 10 years kind of thing. Like if you were drafting one of them today and based on what you know. Dak. Yeah, I mean, I, I would take Dak. Yeah. Like I don't, I go back and forth on Baker. Like I can't figure mm. him out. Like I can't. Like I'm just saying he has a team around him where he doesn't have to be the hero. That's why I'm picking the Browns to win. Mm. And it's like we saw they were right there. They were they were literally right there. It took a Chris Jones tackle from behind for him to throw that interception. Yeah. But I mean and a block pun. And a rare Nick Chubb fumble. But historically, don't I mean you know, just truthfully, like the team with the quarterback and the mediocre team around him does better than the good team around them and the mediocre quarterback. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, the Colts bears super bowl where Peyton has, a, you know, a 
mediocre squad and the bears have one of the best teams of all time, but they've got Rex Grossman. (laughs) I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I just think it requires a certain amount of faith in Baker. Mm. I think Baker's he's not afraid of Mahomes though. He like, he, I know in his mind, he's like, yo, I beat this guy in college. I can do it again. And he had a better squad with him in college than Mahomes did back then. So he's probably thinking, yo, I've got better squad than he does now. I can do it. So what about Baker versus Kyler Murray? I'm taking Kyler. What about Baker versus Carson Wentz? Baker. Okay. So the only person you've said you'd take Baker over so far is a broken player that we all know that no one would take. Uh, uh, Kyler with this Browns team I head and shoulders is taking over the Chiefs Kyler with this Browns team is awesome I love Kyler I I agree with you I would take Kyler over Baker too I'm just what about Baker versus Derek Carr and I'm talking about the Derek Carr we've seen this year who has been Mm, that's why that's why I know that's, that if we're talking about if there's previous Derek cars, then yes, I'm taking Baker over that. Yeah. But like right now, I'm taking this Derek Carr over this Baker. version of Derek Carr. And that's what I'm saying is like it's not that I don't like Baker. I think Baker has a lot of talent, but I like mm-hmm. to me, like I'm looking at Baker and I'm like, he's in the like Jalen Hurts. And like like he's better than Mac Jones. I would rather mm-hmm. have Baker than Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'm not sure that I would rather have Trevor Lawrence over Baker. I'm not like a big Trevor Lawrence guy. Like I don't, especially now that he's been in the NFL, I watch Trevor Lawrence. Turnover machine. Oh my God. I watch this dude play. I'm like, I don't even, some of that I think is urban Meyer. I think urban Meyer is a terrible coach, but, but you're also not big on cliff Kingsbury either. Yeah. And, and we, in my house, had a bunch of money on the Cardinals minus seven and a half and Cliff Kingsbury came through. So, you know, that'll say a lot about Urban Meyer. I, but that's why I think about Baker is he's in that sort of bottom third. Like, I, you know, like, Ooh. like, Ooh. like if you ask me for the next five years, uh, you want Baker or Matt Stafford, I think I would still take Matt Stafford even at his age. That's crazy. Well, uh, what has Baker done? That what has Matt Stafford done? Well, he, he had Megatron. <laughs> he had Megatron. His best statistical year was the year after Calvin Johnson retired, though. I mean, I'm just saying. Interesting. I, I'm just saying, like, it's hard. It's a little hard for me to judge Matt Stafford when you spend your entire career with the Lions. Like, yeah, they've never yeah. changed owners. Like, they're a joke. Like, they're not a real organization. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if we're going right now, who I'm taking over, Baker, Brady, Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, uh, even even though he's not playing Deshaun. Yep. Uh, take uh, Carr right now. Lamar. Uh, Lamar right now. What about Teddy Bridgewater? <sighs> nah, I'm still taking Baker over. You're taking Teddy. Baker. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Kirk Cousin. I'm taking Baker over Kirk Cousins. Yep. Mm, I'm taking Baker over Matt Ryan. Yep. Uh, what about Baker like over Burrow? I'm taking really? Herbert. I'm taking Herbert over Baker. Yeah, oh, you got to take Herbert over Baker. You're taking Baker over Burrow. Really? Yeah. Are you not a Joe Burrow? I would take Joe Burrow. Are you not a Burrow believer or what? 
Burrow believes. Okay, actually, no. I, okay, I was, I was tripping. I was tripping. I'm taking Burrow over Baker. But that old line is not doing anything for Burrow either. Right. So, right. I'm not talking about team context necessarily. I'm, I'm taking Baker over Tannehill. Yeah. 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 I'm I, taking I, Josh Allen over Baker. Kyler over Baker. Ooh. Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. Ooh. See, okay. So are we include? Because see, if we're including contract, because like I'm taking Baker Mayfield and his contract over Josh Allen and his 258 fucking okay. million dollar. All right. If, if contract yeah. comes in, I'm taking Baker. If contract does okay. not come in, I'm taking Josh Allen. I, you know. And I'm taking Baker over Jimmy G. Who? Okay. Jimmy is like, like one of the most interesting. He played well yesterday. He honestly played well. He got them down yeah. the field. He got yeah. them like that loss is in on him. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime that you get your team downfield and get a touchdown to win with 37 seconds left, I can't, yeah. I can't put that on you. Like that's, you know. But like, it's also the availability is also playing a factor for me as well sure. when factoring in that because Jimmy always has some nick or neck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, if we're talking about if we're factoring everything in contract talent, yeah, you know all of those things. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, I mean, just raw talent. Baker and Jimmy G. I feel like is a really similar. Yeah, like those two are so similar. And yeah. also, I, I wouldn't want either of them quarterbacking my team. <laughs> <laughs> well, we almost had one of them quarterbacking our team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, give me your. Your, any remaining hot takes for either NFL, NBA, anything else? What are your, what are your thoughts just re- based on what we've seen so far? Anything interesting? The Patriots are a top ten draft pick this year. Yep, I agree with that. I'll give you another one. Talk to me. Zach Wilson doesn't start for the Jets next year. Woo-hoo. I don't Woo-hoo. understand. Woo-hoo. I do not understand what anyone saw in that dude. I didn't get it. He's the arm. The arm. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Jamarcus Russell had the arm too. He's the Zach Wilson is a is a five foot seven joke. And he's he's not starting for the I I by week eight. I'll I'll, okay by week eight of next year, if you wanna, but I the Jets are moving on after this. Like if Aaron Rodgers becomes available and no, I, I swear the Jets will that kid's a joke. I don't no. he's he's nothing. He's nothing. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's not in this league for real. He's a joke. The Jets mm-hmm. cannot evaluate quarterback talent. And I just yeah. it made me laugh so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like at least Mac Jones is tall enough to play quarterback. Like, my God, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> they all failed because they didn't get Justin Fields. He's he's the best of, of all of those ones. But um, yeah. what about uh, he's I'll, still he's still rough around the edges as well. He's rough, but he's still better than them. Let me ask you this though: by a, by the playoff times, who's starting for the 49ers at quarterback? Jimmy G or Trey Lance? Jimmy. You think so? Yeah. The only thing that gives me pause is that they use Trey Lance so much in the red zone, and man, he's good down there. <laughs> like, yeah. well, because you have to factor of, in his running ability. But isn't that kind of the point of playing yeah. quarterback and scoring touchdowns? And I'm like, man, this dude is good. Like, 
I, I, if I was them, like I'm looking at Jimmy G trades right now to a, to a team that's like quarterback hungry, like Trey Lance is good, man. He's the future. What's the point? Why? He could end up in Washington. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G ends up in Washington. They probably think he's better than Taylor Heineke. <laughs> that depends on who you are. They, we, <laughs> he signed a Bud Light deal this week. That makes me laugh so hard. I don't know why. <laughs> the, just the football, the quarterback of the Washington football team signing a Bud Light deal is just like, hey, I'm quarterback of the biggest joke in the league. Make sure that you drink the biggest joke of beer, Bud Light. <laughs> That's what that makes me think of. Like I, <laughs> oh no, oh, oh, yeah. I, I don't think I got any more hot takes for you. Uh, I think I, I'm all hot taked out. What's the schedule of the overtime with BNT show? What are you guys doing? What do you got coming? Oh. Up? We got, uh, we're going to be doing the week three preview this week, uh, you know. Uh, I got to face Tim because he's Wait, week four, guy. you mean? Week four, right. sorry. Who knows? Just make sure sorry. you get stuck in a time yeah. loop. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't part of TVA. Watch. You ain't in the TVA. <laughs> Man, that show was good as fuck. Yes, can we, sir. Can we just acknowledge that that show... Yes, sir. Loki is one of the best shows. I'm not even, I go back and forth on the Marvel stuff. Man, that was a good show. Yeah, man. Disney's doing some good stuff over there. Yeah, I I was a huge fan. And and anyone, the three or four people who listen to this podcast will be like, you're talking about Marvel? What? Um, (laughs) No, I'm, we're we're definitely excited. You know, I love having you on. You're the man. For sure, for sure, man. Forever. Let's make this more often. Let's get yes, this sir. Overtime with BNT out here. You already know. I, I need to get you on that one point as well, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need to do that so I can come and bring the fire takes to your show and destroy <laughs> your fans' confidence, much like you do to my <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. I, I'm not this person. Fans, this is not me. I didn't do this stuff. <laughs> no, he, you're the most positive dude in the world. We love you. Respect, respect. I I appreciate you so much for coming on, brother. You're the man, dude. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Appreciate you. And that is the Blood Doctor Show. Again, like, rate, subscribe. Plenty more coming later this week. And soon, a YouTube show launching, which I don't want to talk about yet, which will be coming along. Lots of things coming for the Blunt Doctor Show and all peripheral things for now. Just keep listening. Peace to you and yours. Love your family. Give everyone your support. Let's make this a phenomenal end to 2021.